joining us now. He's the head golf professional out here at the Divide. Boyd Everling joins us. Boyd, what's going on? Good morning. Beautiful day. Man, it's gorgeous. Yeah, you guys have been busy out here. Uh, lots of upgrades, lots of uh, uh, kind of redoing of the greens and uh, a little bit here, carts, everything. So give us kind of the rundown of uh, what's been happening and what the time frame was and just, uh, you know, your update. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing a lot this year. We, uh, we got new carts in the spring, which is great. We've got a new beverage cart. Uh, the big thing that we did is obviously in the last month, we redid the greens and uh, we upgraded to the diamond zoysia surface, great putting surface, very sturdy. Um, it's coming in. It's new right now. So it's, uh, it's but, a, they're but, a little slow, but yeah. they're, they're, they're very good. They're, they look fantastic, but they're not that hard. Like, like when you do a, a hybrid, you know, Bermuda grass green, it's usually really hard. It's not as hard as that, is it? No, no, actually right now so they're very really receptive. Well, really? Okay. Yeah, because they're, you know, you have to water them quite a bit and they're sure. very receptive. Sure. They'll firm up a little bit as we go. Now, how grainy are zoysia greens compared to Bermuda? It's not really grainy. It, it no. sits, it's such a thick turf, very dense yeah. that the, it, there's not a lot of grain to it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and that's always the thing, too, is you get a lot of times you, you know, Bermuda, you see them, re you know, they, 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 they let you play usually a long weekend, right. you know, and then they, they gas the things, they cover them, yeah. and they all die out, and then they till them up, and then they, you know, yeah. then they plant the new seed, and then it takes, you know, seven, eight weeks for the new seed to grow. What was the process here with zoysia? Yeah, I mean, we killed it out. Um, there was two or three applications to kill out the, the grass that was here, the bent. Right. And um, then they come in and, and strip it and level it out, you know, so there's no drainage issues sure. or anything like that, and, and make sure there's no areas of the greens that have too much pitch. Other than that, they, you know, they strip it out and then they start putting the sod down right after that. So within a couple of days, technically on this turf, you could probably play on it, but Seriously. it would have been really, it would have been really, you know, bumpy and whatnot. So we had a lot of work to do to, to top dress and level it out and make and that's, it playable. That's the difference, right? So they actually sodded these, they didn't seed. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the reason why these are a little, a little less firm. Right. And they'll firm up over time as opposed probably to Bermuda so, yeah. when you get very firm and they soften up over yeah. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so much technology with, with, grass now and you know i, I kind of see and, and feel as if this might end up being a surface sort of like past palum i mean just yes. really really very firm. dense yeah yes. dense and, and you can't kill it after yeah that's <laughs> a great comparison because yeah. it is very dense it's uh, it's great for a public course because we're not going to see a lot sure. of ball marks as as it matures yeah um and you know it, it's going to be very consistent very pretty uh, it's just a great thing for yeah. us here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, one of the things, you know, we played the ocean course a couple weeks ago and uh, you know, all their courses down there are the past Palom. And I say, you have a 20 foot putt that's straight and you start it in the hole. It it's, goes in. It's going in the hole. And, yeah. and I think that's what you're going to see out here is that, you know, you're going to get a very consistent role. You're not, mm -hmm. not going to have bumpy greens um, and you're going to be able to manage the speed. I mean, that's the thing too, is that you, you want to be able to put a little bit of speed in the greens. You know, you want to be right. able to manipulate it as you see fit. And I think that's what these grasses allow us to do. You know, the bent grass is always the best surface to putt on, but not necessarily in the North Carolina area. You know, if you're up in exactly. Massachusetts or Michigan where you're from, you can do stuff like that. But you get down here, I think it's a, it's a, it's a wise move to make that, uh, a wise choice to make that move. Uh, beverage carts, new carts, all kinds of stuff. Restaurant, grill upgrades, carpets. I mean, this was a, uh, you know, even the, even the bunkers have been redone, right? Boy? Right. It's not a renovation. We, we did some work on the bunkers okay. and we're going to work on them over the winter as Good. well. So just, uh, we have a lot of projects we're, we're wanting to do and work on, you know, over the Fantastic. next uh, winter. It and looks next year great as well. out here, man. It Thank really you. Does. 
Yeah, and I think this is one of the courses. You know, the, these there was a group who will remain nameless. They mm -hmm. came in and bought a bunch of these courses and kind of ran them all into the ground. Right. And I think you know they ruined some really good layouts, and this is one of them. I I, I used to play this course a lot uh, back before I joined uh, some other courses. Uh, and I, I used to come out here and play a bunch. I always enjoyed this golf yeah. course. I always thought, you know, from a from a length perspective, you can, you know, you can the different tee boxes. You can play it at different lengths. And I always thought that it was one of those courses where you had the opportunity to hit a lot of clubs. Yeah. You know, some places I go, I hit a lot of wedges, and I don't get that here. I, you know, there's an opportunity to hit hit a lot more clubs out of your bag. Yeah, I mean, this there, there's a, a lot of folks in this area that just love the course, love the layout. It's very player-friendly. You can walk it as well. Um, you use all the clubs in your bag. But, um, you know, the uh, the course itself is in fantastic shape yeah, now. Right. And the greens were always kind of the... the the item that would keep people from coming out, right. you know, from the, it, yeah, just, was, it is what it is. I was going to ask you what the tee sheet looks like now yeah. because the weather is certainly good. And now you have to I mean, I'm sure that uh, a lot of people come and play it now. Yeah. I mean, it's been very busy. All, all the golf courses with COVID yeah. obviously have been very busy it's Crazy, and yeah. uh, we've been very busy as well. And especially now uh, we're filled up, you know, especially this good. weekend yeah. with the great weather. How's, and, how's uh, weekday play boy? Is it, it's very good. I mean, really? It's uh, that's been the thing that's probably increased the most. I think at most courses, because there's so many people that are either remotely working yeah, or, right. or, uh, or, or not working a whole lot and uh, they'll come out and play golf. Yeah. It's for sure that COVID has helped golf a whole lot. <laughs> it has in, in an odd way. Yes, sir. Yeah. There was that small little dip initially, but then, yeah. you know, rocket ships mm -hmm. back to the top. Uh, you got also got some things going on. You got a demo day, demo day today with Cleveland tricks on okay. so 11 to four. Um, they'll be out here. Come, I mean, they got the new wedges, new all their new clubs, Strixon, and and uh, is the tour side of of Cleveland Strixon. Right. So, um, they'll come out here, and it, it's an impressive club. So the Strixon tour stuff. If you're a good player, it's it's very very good. And the Clevelands are always always solid. Oh, yeah. And I, I've been playing the wedges for 20 years. I love them. Yeah. Good stuff. And uh, you got a little sale going on in the golf shop as well? We do, yeah. Got it we, all going on, boy. I mean, <laughs> you got it crazy yes, going on. Yeah, I mean, we we have uh, we try to keep, uh, you know, always have something going. Good. And, uh, we you know, we brought in Foot Joy this year and Titleist and, and two or three other are the companies and a lot of good comments on the course and, and a lot of good comments on the, are those, on the golf are shop. Are those brands selling in the, in the oh, yeah. shop? Are they? Yeah, we're selling very well. Sir. quality quality stuff yeah it's good stuff yeah. and we, we price it uh you know very competitively you know yeah. we check all the pricing make sure we're a dollar or so underneath what we see <laughs> dollar make sure so. we're the lowest go to the nine the 99 cents it was, uh, <laughs> it was a it was sticker shock at the, at the ocean club of course right. yeah <laughs> yeah we have some shirts from foot joy that, that are probably 40 50 less than some of the places yeah, yeah. Sure. just because yeah. sure. they, they yeah. mark them up so much yeah. uh and i understand you're going to give something away to our listeners today Yes, we're going to do a foursome, uh, you know, from Monday through Thursday. So, however you guys want to handle yeah, that, we'll, we'll all right, take so care of that. So, Monday through Thursday, foursome. If you want to uh, come out here to the divide and uh, get your boys or girls together, uh, shoot us an email at info at thegolfshopshow.com. Info at thegolfshopshow.com. We are also on Twitter at thegolfshopshow, uh, as well as on Facebook. So, if you want to uh, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, shoot us an email. Uh, we will assemble anybody that comes through any one of those three methods, and we will pick a winner that can come out here uh, on a Monday through Thursday with their foursome and tee it up and let it fly and uh, and check the whole place out. Um, 
you know, from that standpoint, it's interesting. You were talking about equipment. I mean, I remember, you know, cause my dad was a, a club pro in Massachusetts when I was growing up, man, you know, the stock that you had to have back then in terms of clubs, I mean, you had to have, you wanted people to buy them off the rack. You right. don't do that so much anymore. Right. You, you know, yeah. it's all demo days and, and then guys hit the clubs and, and, and uh, ladies hit the clubs and then they place their order and they show up, you know, I guess two days to a week later, uh, they get their stuff back. And that's kind of how things go now, isn't it? Yeah, it's much better nowadays. I mean, selling clubs off the rack was, oh, brutal. It, it didn't really fit, you know, a majority of people really. Right. So now you can get fit, you can get shaft options, you know, grip options, adjust the heads. It, it's way better now. It's, 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 uh, it's fun. And, uh, you know, you get the opportunity to hit a bunch of stuff. Um, I always like demo days and, and getting on the launch monitor and seeing all the, you know, I don't think a lot of people don't understand the, the aspects of spin and how much backspin and sidespin impact shots. And, and when they hit a good shot, what their numbers look like compared to when they miss hit one slightly. Of course, now these days, you know, with this technology, yeah, you miss right. hit one slightly and you get to see how little impact it has right. sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think that's always the fun thing is for people to, to not only experience the, you know, the club fitting process, but also to get to see the numbers. Cause I think sometimes you get floored by the numbers. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the numbers on the launch monitors really help a lot of people. Sure. I mean, kind of mid-level to higher level players really focus in on launch angle right. and, and spin and all of that. that. I, I heard all week uh, during the major league baseball playoffs, they're talking about launch angle now, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a critical thing. I mean, it, it, where it was never even thought of before. Boy, you know? Yeah. I mean, golf is, is kind of out in front of it, I think. And then, some of the other places, yeah. you know, other sports will catch up as far as baseball. Yeah. But I mean, obviously golf is such a, you know, very specific motion and, and you're trying to repeat it in a very specific way. So all of those factors really, it, really come in. It's hard to repeat it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Most people do. Well, what was it? Bryson Deschambeau was uh, talking about the brand. Uh, we call the, brand. Uh, the brand. What was he? <laughs> he was talking about, uh, he was going something st statistics and I didn't agree with it. And I, <laughs> He's just wonder about him sometimes, yeah. but, uh, you know, but I mean, at least he's bringing from that standpoint, a little recognition to him, you know, making a plan mm -hmm. for a golf course. And I think a lot of people fail in that sense. You know, it was funny. I was playing uh, in, in a, in a member guest yesterday and I hit, I absolutely like chunk chunk hooked, uh, uh, <laughs> my driving iron off a tee box yesterday and I get out in the fairway and, you know, we're kind of waiting for the green to clear. And, and, uh, I got two forty four to the flag. You know, and it's like I just chunked it, this this club off the tee and I got to hit it again. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, I always tell people don't hit a, you know, if you just hit a shot that puts you in a position where you got to flush the same club to get it on the green. Why even bother? Yeah, you know, right. and I'm sitting, I'm laughing at myself. Now I did get it on the green yeah. and I three putted for bogey. So that didn't help. But, you know, that's what you got to do is you got to plan ahead. Sometimes um, I harken back. We played the ocean course, you know, the. We get to the first tee at the ocean course and uh, the caddy takes out the driver and leans it up against the bag. And I looked over at him. I said, we're, we're not hitting that. He goes, why not? I said, because all we need to do is get it out there where we got, right. you know, a decent yardage in. And when we're walking down the fairway, I said, yeah, my goal is to just is to play the hole backwards. I said, as long as I can get something on a par four within 180 yards, I'm fine. Because that's like a seven iron, mm -hmm. you know, and I think you need to set up a plan that says, you know, if it's a 400 yard hole you know, maybe start thinking about what do I hit? You know, can I hit something 250? Do I need to right. hit driver 250 to get to the 150? Or if I hit something off the tee that goes 200 yards, now I've, you know, do I hit something that's 150 down to 50 yards and then pitch it on the green? I think people can, and from your perspective, do people 
maybe overestimate their ability and that causes their score to go way up. I think I think the answer to that is, you know, if you if you belong to a club and I and I did for a long time where you watch these older guys that only mm-hmm. hit it 180 and then they hit it 100 and then all of a sudden they're up and down every mm-hmm. single hole. That's the way that's the way I think well at least I'm moving that way. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> 65 years old. Right. You know, I'm still hitting it okay, but you know, that's that's the way to play golf. It's it just practice Practice a short game. Boy, I know you're, you're a proponent of that. I mean, 100 yards in, practice that 70% of the time, and you'll be okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably the smart way to go about right. it. Yeah. We, uh, I would at least practice 60 70% of the yeah. time on yeah. a short game sure. to, to improve your score. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying with course management, everyone wants to hit the driver everywhere, yeah. and uh, sometimes it is best to just kind of lay up and, and have a shot that you can actually hit into the green as opposed to hitting it in the wood well, in the water. they've been saying it forever. Chasing distances never really work except for right. Bryson. Do you think Bryson can do the same thing at Augusta? I mean, do you? I do. Do you? I mean, it's he, – he, the course wing foot, uh, oh, I, I mean, it's amazingly tough oh. and the rough is super thick. And, I mean, what he's doing, the other pros can't do either. No. I mean, he's gotten himself so big and strong that he can actually yeah. hit out of the rough and – I think it'll be harder for him to win in Augusta because there's no rough and he doesn't have that advantage. His, his but he's speed, still hitting it so his, far. His ball speed is crazy. Yes. I think the only drawback for him in Augusta is his wedge play. I don't think his wedge play is as sharp as it needs to be. Right. And, you know, it was funny. You go back and you look at Saturday and Sunday and you look at him bombing it. And he, he never really got a lie that he couldn't advance. Right. Other guys did. Matthew Wolf did on Saturday and Sunday. Right. And I look at, um, you know, you. it seemed like if you missed, if he bombed it out there and then he gouged it up somewhere near the green, those pins were set up that you could pitch it and it would funnel to the hole. I think Augusta is the opposite of that. I think Augusta is going to be a lot of things funneling away from the hole, and that's going to that's going to be his downfall. There's basically four or five different greens on each mm-hmm. green in Augusta. So, right. yeah, that's that's the premium. Yeah, you I mean, know, he, he uh, I mean, he even said a wing foot. He, he just wanted to miss in the right place. Yeah, right. So that, that's yeah. what he did really, really well. He did. Well, we were joking because Fuzzy Zeller, we had Fuzzy Zeller on the week before, and he was complaining that they trimmed the trees all 40 feet up in the yeah. air. So there were no overhanging branches anymore. So now you hit it in the trees. All you got to do is miss one tree. You know, you didn't have to miss all the branches. And that's, you know, and Gary Player came out the following week and said, we need to stop cutting down trees at golf courses. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you brace and proof a golf course, you know, is that you leave the trees, you leave the branches, you make it so that if you hit one offline, you don't just have a free wedge out of, you know, six inches of rough. He can still, you can still move a wedge up near the green and that's all he needed to do. And I think that was the downfall of Wingfoot is that they changed that golf course from a tree perspective so much that I think they actually made it easier for somebody that can hit it that long. Mm -hmm. Now the question will be, Will DJ, will Rory, will Brooks Kepka, will these guys that can hit it as far as he want, as he does when they want to, will they just start following the same philosophy? If they do, I'm I'm just hoping Brooks Kepka plays. I, I think he's already had knee surgery. I don't, I don't know what you've heard, but I mean, you hadn't heard from him in three or four weeks now. So right, yeah, I think he's just trying to mend up and then yeah. come back because yeah. he's. He's a superstar. Oh, my gosh. All right, so, again, we're going to give away a foursome. Uh, info at thegolfshopshow.com. A foursome here to the Divide Monday through Thursday. Also at, at the Golf Shop Show or to our Facebook page, any one of those three ways. Now, Boyd, if people want to come out here and play, get tee times, how do they go about doing this? Well, you can go on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people have been calling right now, which is fine. Uh, they, they can call our phone number, which is 704-628-6438. Um, all our information is on our website as well. Um, what's, but, that, what's that address, Boyd? Uh, the, the phone the number? Web, the web. The oh, web address. 
Oh, it's uh, the divide golf club yeah. com, And then it's 704-628-6438 and uh, go out there, check it out and uh, come on out and play, come in the shop, buy some stuff, buy some food, get some beer, beverage cart going around out there. I'm sure it's well stocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. And, uh, Always. And, uh, you know, you can come out here in your shorts because everybody's wearing shorts today. And I'm over here looking like it's uh, like you need to turn the fan off. I mean, this wind just came up. That's right. That's right. A little little, little difficult this morning. Well, thanks for having us out here. And uh, thanks for coming on with us. And uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you.